I reached out to Sydney-based Peter McGuire, CEO of XM.com, an Australian markets research and forex trading firm, and I began by asking him how he was seeing the broader markets across commodities, equities, and currencies, but from a more top-down, region-wide view. I think that it's been certainly a very interesting month. November hasn't disappointed. There's plenty of surprises. If we're looking at what's happening as far as crude, it's had a very solid push down. It's been quite dramatic, actually, from those highs that we experienced after that issue as far as, or more than an issue, the war in Palestine versus Israel. So we're conscious of that. That war premium has certainly been stripped out. If we're looking at gold, gold's had an enormous rally to the upside. It's nearly at 2,040. I think it's about 2,036 as we speak. And if we're looking at currencies, there's been dramatic moves there as well as far as where the US dollar has come under some quite extensive pressure to the downside and all those other currencies have bounced. And and if you're looking at equities, well, that rally, I mean, we've had three weeks of nice moves to the upside for US equities, and uh, that hasn't disappointed. It's been a nice push after earnings season, and maybe the Santa Claus rally was alive and well. So it's certainly, with a month to go to Christmas, or month to go to New Year's Eve, I don't think it's going to disappoint traders with volatility. Right. And what, in your understanding, are the dominating trends that's driving all of this, apart from the Middle East tensions that you've touched upon? That premium has certainly been stripped out. If you're looking at, I just think, the overall, are we going to see some form of rate pullback by central banks starting in 24? That's the jury's out on that one. The inflation numbers, are they going to hit their desired, where they're looking for, you know, the 3% sort of range? What's going to happen as far as OPEC plus this week? Where are we looking with that US dollar? No further rate rises and possibility of additional rate rises still coming from the Eurozone or the Bank of England. Then there's every chance that that divergence will narrow and you could see even further pressure on the US dollar to the downside. So there's just there's an array of, I suppose, very interesting components that make up this economic cycle. And then you're looking at, you know, country specific, have a look at, you know, weak demand from globally finished products coming from, you know, the China export market, trying to export their way out. That's certainly hemorrhage. And then, you know, where are we going to see growth? Where are those green shoots? Because no one's really seeing many at the moment. And I think that's why 24 could be a very interesting year in so many different ways, how that materializes and creates opportunity for traders. Right. And what are the variations you're seeing across Asia? You know, for example, in the case of currency, it's quite clear that almost all countries or currencies are under equal pressure or have been under equal pressure thanks to the dollar or the strong dollar. Any variations that you're seeing? And if so, what's driving it, including if India is on your map? Oh, India is certainly on its map, on my map. I mean, you know, I was there last month and I've been there twice this year, once in April and once in October, and never ceases to surprise me as far as not only the economy and the entrepreneurial zeal of the nation, but more importantly, the engagement from infrastructure to just the construction and the whole country is just, you know, very much engaged. And that could be certainly one of the green shoots that is far greener than when you look at the likes of China or you look at other parts of Asia. And certainly, you know, the US, India is really doing extremely well, I think. But you're being very, you know, the demographic is certainly suited with a young population versus China with an old population. Um, so if you're looking at the consumption patterns, I'm quite excited from the energy side of things, and I'm quite excited for what the possibilities are. 
well, the rest of 24 leading into that US election and the overall theme of the market. I think that there's many different components that will play out and everyone's got an opinion at the moment and no one's really sure how it's going to roll. Right. As we go into the end of 2023, that's the calendar, what's your sense? Our markets are likely to remain broadly in this frequency in terms of movements, except for some surprises. And therefore, would you see 2024 also starting on the same note? Well, you've got to be very happy with you know how the US equity markets and really pretty much the globe's equity markets, stripping out China, have performed over the last month, last couple of months. And certainly in 23, it's been very, very strong, that push to the upside, NASDAQ, S&P, the Dow. So they've had you know quite a solid, fairly respectable sort of year. And certainly as the NASDAQ, how it all rolls forward from here to December 31, I think it's, if you don't have any major roadblocks or any, any surprises that enter the market, then I think that the momentum will continue. I think for equity markets till here till the end of the year, as far as first quarter is concerned, I want to see policy statements. I want to see where interest rates and where inflation is and Christmas sales, what happened as far as Friday sales, Black Friday and all of that weekend that we've just had consumption patterns. And we want to see PMOs where you know central banks are looking and that's why gold's had such a big run up. So yeah, I'm keeping a very close eye on how everything materializes because it's very hard to forecast out much more than really a month or so because there's just so many variables that are impacting markets. Peter, thank you so much for joining me. You're very welcome.